turn around, run full speed, and dive through the mirrored window behind him. chummers before we get started if you enjoy our content do us a favor and give it a like if you're on youtube or rate the episode if you're listening on audio these interactions go a long way at helping us reach new people who might be interested in Shadowrun. we are trying to hit our goal of 1000 subscribers on youtube this season and we can't do it without your help okay into the recap of last session hmm let me think <laughs> uh we had some uh astral combat going on there there was a save that needed to happen to make sure that amazing didn't get forever lost in the astral sea fighting whatever the frightening thing was and on top of that we find out that Maybe Otto still has a little bit of residual magic left in him. We'll have to see where, where that goes and how that plays out. But tonight, we're joining Baron Spider for a lovely, lovely dinner evening out. I know everybody's so excited and has been waiting for this delicious dinner it's been... just a romantic dinner nothing else yes clearly nothing is going to happen this is your rom-com episode everybody anyway so before we get started a quick word from our sponsor drive through rpg whatever game you play around your table drive through rpg has you covered core books for every tabletop rpg system you've heard of and a bunch you probably haven't can be found as well as modules, supplements, and other items you might need for your adventures. Just use our affiliate code found in the episode description by dropping it into your browser before you check out, and you can not only get the products you need to make your adventures great, but you can help support us while you do it, and we greatly appreciate that, you guys. So let's dive into everything uh last time that we were with you guys you had gotten the phone call uh you had gone back to your apartment that you had abandoned a while ago thanks to auto um uh you got notification in your mailbox yay snail mail uh, that you uh, were being sought for for a rare item and you've called and made a meet and you've been invited to dinner to discuss terms of whatever deal this is. And I think we were actually in the car on the way there, correct? I believe so. You did pack up your stuff. Um, I would like to just send a quick me message to Korgath and let him know where we're going to be. And mm -hmm. if we don't check in, mm -hmm. um, you know, here's my location. 
come save us if we don't check in in an hour. Here's here's where we're going. If you don't hear anything, help. <laughs> Got uh, it. I might need to. What? Where are we meeting? Like, what's the dress code for this place? Are uh, you are you matrix searching the restaurant yes. before you go? Yes, I am. Uh, well, it has fantastic reviews. Great dinner selection. Uh, you definitely want to be here if you're in high society at all or you're in the know. Please wear black tie. Bear, you need to turn the car around. I have to change. Yeah, me too. I'm wearing an armored vest right now. Oh, yeah, that's not going to fly. So uh, are you heading back to your apartment or are you driving all the way back to the Barrens to then drive all the way back downtown? Because that's going to take quite some time. Yeah, I, I should have a Trey Chic suit or two left at the apartment. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that uh, some of Spider's clothes are still there because, you know, Otto showed up wearing a lady's suit for some reason. Yes, yes, he did. Um, so yeah, we'll just we'll we'll double back to the apartment. Okay. Uh, it's only gonna take a few minutes out of your time. You can get back there, get changed, and head back out on uh, the road to make it to this swanky place. Uh, when you get there, there's already a line forming outside of the restaurant. There is valet parking as well. Uh, I'll swing into the valet queue. There's only two cars ahead of you. It actually moves pretty quickly. They don't say anything. They just wait for you to drive up, get out of the car. You hand over the keys to the valet and he will hand you a ticket and then drive off into the lot. Um, is there a Mater D or security guy or anything with the, the line there? Uh, there is like a, a podium and there's a guy that's standing behind it. And and we were specifically invited to meet a guy. You were specifically invited to meet someone, yes. I'm gonna check the letter again, scan for the guy's name. Uh, you were here to meet a Mr. Esposito. That's right, because that doesn't sound remotely sinister at all. No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? Um, I'll go up to the podium. Okay. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Kane, here for Mr. Esposito. You see him, like, double tap his temple, and it, he, it looks like he's staring at you, but he's staring past you. And then a few seconds. Yes, of course. Gestures for you to go inside. Thank you very much, my good man. All right, uh, you guys will walk through basically two scanner devices. Do you have any concealed weapons on you that you're trying to bring into the establishment? I have a permit for that. Oh, do you? I have mine, my pistol. Okay, you have trying your pistol. to anyway. Yes. Okay. Uh, are you also concealing a pistol? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
I mean, it's a, it's they're both permitted pistols. Okay. To registered to who? Mr. and Mrs. Kane. For okay. our protection, we deal with expensive goods. Uh huh. All right. Well, here goes the scanner. The uh, the scanner does not ping your your pistols that are concealed on your person. Uh, there is a open dinner floor that you can see. The few a few tables. There's everybody is in very nice tray chic clothing. Uh, but uh, a waiter is going to come up to you right after, almost right after you walk through the scanners. Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Mrs. Kane, yes? Yes. Uh, Mr. Esposito will see you in his private dining suite. Excellent, excellent. Very good, very good. Lead the way. Lead the way, my good man. Uh, he'll take you up a set of side stairs to kind of wind up to this overlook uh, that's in mirrored glass that looks out onto the dining area. Uh, you go through another door. This one has two what you can maybe determine as security guards that are standing outside. They look like wait staff, but they don't move from the door. And they just kind of stare at you as you go through and you're being led through by this this waiter. Uh, you'll come into a large round table that's already set. Uh, there are six people that are already sitting there. And then uh, two seats will be pulled out for you to join this group. You're the only ones in this whole big VIP room. You could house a uh, um, a decent sized wedding party in here. And you're the only ones in here. Uh, you're seated and then uh, an elf starts talking uh, from one side of the table, addressing you. Does that, is it the same voice as the person I spoke to on the phone? No, this is somebody else. Somebody else, okay. Yeah, uh, the best description that I have of him is he looks like an elf Dean Martin, and he has a, uh, a full uh, mustache goatee combo. Did Loki have like a stepbrother or half-brother we didn't know about? Uh, Mr. Kane, Mrs. Kane, thank you. Thank you. Have a seat. Please sit down. I'll accept the invitation. Um, I'm going to kind of glance around the room. Mm -hmm. Is there a, I don't know, a bar cart? Oh, <laughs> anything you want. What, what is it that you need? Single malt. Older the better. I prefer mine of legal drinking age. You just see him look around, kind of snap his fingers and point and... You didn't really notice them before, but there's three or four waiters that are just kind of standing off in the background away, but close enough to the table that they could be given orders. And one of them just leaves. Um, as I'm kind of looking around, mm -hmm. taking note of all this, um, I'm just trying to get a sense for anybody else that might be hiding around the room like that. Sure. Roll perception. 
you don't see anything out of the ordinary past those waiters that were kind of in the background. The shadow waiters. Um, <laughs> the shadow waiters. Who else is sitting around the table besides the one elf? Uh, besides the one elf that's speaking, uh, there's five other guys. Um, uh, three of them are are human. You've got one troll and then one more elf. And they're all in very nice suits. Even even the troll? Even the troll. I am probably staring at the troll. Like, don't think I've ever seen one in a tray sheet outfit. He just kind of just kind of gives you like a scowl kind of look when he notices that you're staring at him. Uh, does he have any visible jewelry or anything like a, I don't know, like a boutonniere pocket watch chain, anything like that? Which person? The troll. Oh, the troll? Uh, yes, his, he's not buttoned up all the way. His shirt is actually open and he's got some gold chains around his neck. I'll lean over to him. Um, apologies. My, my wife was admiring your gold chains. Yeah, he just kind of shakes his head approvingly like, Looking around, you'll notice that uh, some of the other ones have a couple rings on their fingers. Uh, but the troll is the only one that's kind of openly portraying any kind of excess jewelry. My good man, uh, I presume that you're the Mr. Esposito that summoned us here. That is a very safe assumption, yes. So please, do tell us, what is it we can do for you? Oh, please. Don't insult my hospitality. <laughs> Food first, then we can talk. It's it's about hosting, my friend. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be a lovely meal. I'm just very interested in this obviously very fancy dinner party. <laughs> oh, well, I spare no expense for people that become highly recommended like you. Uh, can I roll etiquette? I, I have a hunch that um, this is like um, uh, like like a like a poor guy's idea of how rich people behave. Okay. And I'd like to roll etiquette because, like, I I feel like these guys are are scum with a fresh coat of paint. All right. What are you What are you trying to like? Are you checking the dinner forks? Or yeah, <laughs> like, like, are are these are these guys like actually like movers and shakers, or are these like art thieves kind of thing? Like, obviously, I won't know that they're art thieves, but like, are they like scumbag gangsters, or are they actually like high society types? Uh, just by once overing them, the Mister Espinosito seems on the up and up, like he's a high society type. The other five guys that are around him, though, a couple of them look like the part, and then the rest look like they're playing the part. Do I smell black velvet cologne? Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, let's just say that uh, at a few of them, you can definitely see the glistening of the hair as it's Oh, been... yeah, you got to have the Vitalis. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so... Mr. Esposito is the troll? 
No, Mr. Esposito okay. is the the elf that looks like uh, Dean Martin. The elf that looks like Dean Martin. Okay, and then yes. there's Troll, and then there's some humans, and then there's us. Uh, there's one the more table. elf. One more elf. Yes. There's, <laughs> two elves. There's two elves. Humans. Okay. There's two two elves. Uh, yeah, there's two elves, three humans, and a troll. There's six all together, and then you two. Okay. Yeah. But that's the sense you get when you're once overing them, and he's okay. telling you to just kind of wait and enjoy the the meal that he's specifically brought you here for, and then we'll talk business. Um, that that guy come back with my drink yet? Yeah. Um, all uh, right. Roll roll perception. Uh, you didn't even notice the drink being placed next to you. Again, shadow waiters, man. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to be concerned about uh but yes the the drink has just materialized next to you almost yeah they got they got ninja waiters in this place i'm very concerned and i'm glad i have my gun yes ninja waiters uh ninja waiters um i'm going to um properly enjoy my drink like nose it swish it kind of chew it around make a make a big to do of like i know what i'm doing here I, I mean, Mr. Esposito doesn't flinch at you doing any of this. He just has his wine glass and just takes a small sip. Uh, Mr. Esposito, uh, how exactly did you get our information? Cause we've been sort of in semi-retirement, you know, enjoying the finer things in life. It was very surprising to get your letter. Mm. Well... Uh, in my experience, people respond very quickly to uh, written invitations. That was very it's, true. Uh, too, too much flash and, and glam these days in uh, you know, matrixy online things and you know what the kids do. Uh, but a written letter goes a long way. It's truly a lost art form. With someone so prestigious as yourselves you don't just walk into retirement you know so i said semi you know well retirement is retirement in my business and what business would that be exactly the procurement of rare goods ah good as business. you can see it's done very well for me Yes, yes it has. It took me a while to get this the way it's supposed to be. Obviously, I didn't want to have you meet on a weekend when uh, things really get exciting, you know, and we've got the live bands and everything. It's fantastic. You should definitely come by again another time, but this, this is serious. I actually have need of your services. They come highly recommended from very many well-to-do sources will say that. I like to be informed. So, that's why you're here. But, like I said, food and festivities first, then business. Please take a look at the menu that I have put together for us this evening. Order whatever you want. I will take care of it. Whatever you want, as much as you want. Uh, what is on the menu? Um... He has a lovely uh, seafood assortment. 
as one menu item, heavy on the oysters. Uh, then he has a couple traditional, um, like Sicilian dishes as well. Uh, all paired with different wines to complement them and everything like that. It's a full, full smorgasbord. Um, I'll I'll go for the seafood. He mentioned oysters, and yes. it would be kind of hard to get any soy into my oysters, so we're gonna go with uh, that. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Uh, so he'll take the take the orders. It's more just polite conversation about how you're enjoying Seattle, how you're enjoying semi-retirement, and we've actually done quite a bit of camping, um, enjoying the great outdoors. What what? I. I don't do the outdoors myself. It's, mm, it's too open, you know. I, I enjoy the busyness of the city. Well, that is certainly wonderful, but good, clean, fresh air, some nice fishing. It's wonderful. I I caught a fish with only three eyes just last week. Man knows how to fish, huh? He gets a round of laughs from the other five goons that are around him. Uh, dinner goes through pretty swimmingly. It's delicious food. Uh, you have as much as you would like to drink and eat. Uh, and of course, if you want dessert, he has a dessert cart. And then wind down with espresso and coffee at the end. So, after this lovely meal that I have brought you here for. I have need of your services. I understand that you deal in rare and hard to find pieces of literature. Well, yes, it, it could be literature, it could be furniture, it could be... Well, in this case, in this case, it's literature. I need a book. Very, very hard to find book. And if you can bring me this book, I will pay you very handsomely for it. What's the book? Well, it's the first edition, you understand. So can you ballpark me a figure to start with? And then we can maybe go from there. What do first editions usually run in your... Well, it would depend on it would depend on several factors. Is it a signed first edition? Are there any no. misprints? Uh, how so. old of a first edition is it? Very uh, old. Are we talking about in the last hundred years or older than that? Uh, I would put this somewhere in the time of the uh, Middle Ages. Hmm. Indeed. It's not bound in human flesh and inked in human blood or anything, is it? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. That's for you to find out, I guess. What's the title of this book? Uh, it's uh, something in Latin. It's uh, the Libris Ex Mortis. Ah, see, you're already familiar with it. That makes this so much easier. I have a vested interest in finding this book. You understand that it doesn't exist, right? Well, or if it does, all copies have been burned, destroyed, or or, or taken into private collection already. 
that's why they said that you're very good at what you do. <laughs> you Indeed. could get me a copy of this book regardless of who or what owns it, yes? I could. Uh, if, if aggressive negotiations were required to relieve said tome from... I don't need to know how you get it. I just need to know that you can get it. I could possibly do this for somewhere in the neighborhood of... 100,000, considering it doesn't exist. 100,000. That is a large number to crunch. 100,000 new yen. And you bring me this book, regardless of who has it. You'll find it and bring it to me. If a copy still exists. Yes, of course. If a copy still exists. I do have it on fair authority that uh, it does. Or at least one does. But I don't run in these circles. I'm just informed. So, you find me this book and you bring it back. 100,000. Signed right over to you. No questions asked. No ifs, ands, buts. Just book money. Can't be an easier transaction than that. That is usually how they go, yes. Well, fantastic. Mr. Kane, this is a swimming interview that you're doing here. It's going so well. I would love for you to agree to get this book for me. If it exists. Mr. Kane, you seem like a very nice and knowledgeable person. So, one more time. I would love for you to get this book for me. Can you do that? Yes or no? Don't say if it exists. Yes, we should be able to acquire this book. Ah, see, that's one. This is the guy I told you. This this is our guy. Subvocal the spider. If it exists. Um, sub subvocal back to bear. You really should negotiate for you know additional pay if it's you know I don't know locked up in the arcology or something. So, 100,000, how long do you think it'll take? Uh, well, um, let's, uh, let's say I'll have a status report within the week. I can't guarantee I'll have it within the week, but I'll at least have a status report. Hmm, status reports. I don't like status reports. I get lots of status reports. You know what status reports are? In my, in my experience, they're excuses, but in this case, it will be an actual status report. Hmm. They are like excuses, Mr. Kane. Oh, I don't like excuses. Uh, just so we understand each other, though, uh, <clears throat> I would very much like to demonstrate to you what happens to people that give me excuses too much and are wasting my time you understand. I just want you to know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, you see him, like, look off past you to one of the waiters, and you just hear his voice kind of change, and it rumbles out of him a little bit. And he just, come here. And you watch those waiter just come over to his side. And he gets real close to him, and he whispers something in his ear 
and you watch the uh, the waiter stiffen up, puff himself up, run backwards, turn around, run full speed, and dive through the mirrored window behind him, plummeting to the onlookers that are uh, below. And you just hear screams, gasps, and a large crash. Well, I think we'll be going now. Very good, Mr. K. I will expect your status reports. Hopefully I won't get too many of them. To time frame this, it's kind of an issue. If you can get me this book within two months, I'll throw in an extra 50,000. Two months. Two Very months. Very good. Very good. <sighs> Mr. Kane, again, this this is the guy you got. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Somebody is getting a raise around here. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kane, I hope you've enjoyed your evening. I've enjoyed your company, but uh, I'm going to sadly have to ask you to vacate and depart. I do have other guests and business associates that I have to converse with. I hope you understand. This has been nothing but pleasure on this side of the table. I, I assure you. Feeling is certainly mutual. Certainly mutual. Ah, good. Good evening. Thank you for a lovely meal. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. You. You know what? You're welcome. Any again? Anytime. You want to come back and try everything else out? I, I have a. We have a whole different menu downstairs. I'll put your name on the books so you can come in whenever you feel like. Okay. Um. With that, I'll uh, scoot away from the table, shake hands all around and help Spider out of her seat. I'd like to take another glance around the room on our way out, looking mm -hmm. for, you know, any other shadow waiters or murderers. <laughs> you just had the uh, the six guys, including Mr. Esposito that are in there. And then now there are three waiters instead of four that were standing off to the side. I saw someone do that once before was that like mm -hmm. what i think it is that that probably. commanding voice thing it probably was okay that's that's deeply concerning when we get the car well back, oh first we, we don't make we, it to the car we don't quite make it to the car yet oh you were so close <laughs> trying to get out of here clean i know ah man so uh instead as you're being escorted down down the stairs from the, the VIP and you can see the broken uh he's not dead the waiter isn't dead but he's in quite a lot of pain limbs are definitely broken and people are being scooted away glasses being cleaned up uh there are other maitre d's out there that are trying to calm the crowd down and you're being escorted back down the stairs and as you're being escorted down, you can see someone else is making their way up. And I'm going to need both of you to uh, roll me a willpower test, please. Uh, so yeah, as you guys are passing on the stairs, going up, you can 
turn and make eye contact and the sudden recognition on both of your faces as you pass each other is just um i would like to say something snarky as we pass Mm -hmm. like just kind of like tip and good evening junior you're dead pointing at at spider just still kind of walking but like pointing back at you you're dead you shoot better next time I won't miss a second time um I'll flick my jacket open discreetly like with my back to the door mm-hmm. and just pop the uh strap on my pistol and kind of go come on then still walking backwards like I'm trying to set him off so he looks like the jerk here he just looks at both of you shaking his head he's definitely fuming angry and you see him just turn away quickly and double tap his ear you can both roll perception tests if you would like oh well uh you can hear him saying something as if he's talking on the phone and uh your names are mentioned have a lovely evening dorian and then i'll head out into the night all right you head out of the club we need to run <laughs> antarctica you hand the valet your ticket or are you just running for the parking lot uh well i need to get the keys back mm-hmm. um is the valet stand there yeah um i would like to um like where you can typically see the keys hung up. I'd mm-hmm. like to just grab my keys off of it. I'm not going to wait for the valet. I'm just going to grab my keys and leave the ticket. Okay. Just snatch really quick. Uh, I, I'll stealth it. Okay. All right. You can uh, grab a set of keys off. Are they my keys? You grabbed a set of keys. <laughs> You did specifically try to say yours, but you're also trying to be stealthy and quickly grab keys. So, yes. Um, okay. Um, I'll head to the parking lot and click the chirpy thing. Uh, you hear a... My car? Uh, doesn't sound like your car, but you did hear it. All right. Well, we're, we're committing Grand Theft Auto. Sorry. Okay. I mean, what's... What's that really when you consider all the things we've already done? Like, just a little icing on the cake there. <laughs> Stealing another car, it's fine. I'm pretty sure ours has a tracking bug in it now, so we're going to leave that there um, until we can scan it. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to borrow somebody's ride. We'll dump it in Tourisville or something. It's fine. Okay. So you uh, jump in this uh, very swanky looking car it's definitely a sports car uh it's not dwarf modded is it oh how lucky do you feel uh pretty lucky and i am pretty tall for a dwarf you are very lucky it is dwarf modded (laughs) all right um random chance wins amazing never tell me the odds um I'm going to tear ass out of this parking lot. Like, sports car, I'm 
Yeah. Good thing, because as soon as you whip the car out of the lot, another car whips around the corner and starts beelining down the street. I would like to make a rude hand gesture at that car. Okay. And then, um, vehicle empathy, don't let me down. I'm going to be making some crazy drive tests. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make me a crazy drive test. I pull my pistol out of its holster and I get ready to roll down the window and do something ridiculous. Uh, Is this a convertible by any chance? (sighs) No. Okay, I was going to say I would put the top down. That'd be more exciting, but it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. Sorry, you got lucky on the dwarf mod. (laughs) No, it's it's better if it's not a convertible because my hair was down for dinner. So I just, yeah, no open top, please. Please tell me it's a classic sports car, like a like a nineteen ninety eight Miata. Uh, no, it's it's a new age sports car. So uh, you peel out the other car, whips around the corner, and starts to match your speed as you both take off down the street. Please roll me uh, another drive test. This one's not an open test to get you going. This one, uh, please roll me against. Um, Target number, uh, it'd be target number six for you because you have the empathy. All right, uh, he's still matching speed. He's not really gaining, but he's keeping the appropriate distance as you both are starting to weave through downtown Seattle traffic. My next question is, are you going to try and run side streets? Are you going to mostly keep on main streets? And are you going to uh, ignore traffic laws? Uh, ignoring traffic laws. Okay. Um, going to stick to main streets because okay. there may be, for now, I'm going to stick uh-huh. to main streets because there'll be more maneuverability. Okay. Presumably. Um, and do I have time to take a glance around and see if there's any sort of like, I don't know, like a nitrous injector or any sort of modification since it's a sports car? Uh, yeah, you can do a quick look. There is a sports option to put it into, uh, and uh, there happens to be a uh, little red button just underneath the gear. Like you pop the top of the gear shift, and there's a. Red oh, button. we're doing it. Um, before I do it, though, I'm gonna call Corgath. Okay. And just say, he's back. We are being pursued, may need you, and I'll just ping him my current location. Okay. Uh, And then on top of that, uh, Spider, you can hear the of something hitting the car. And they're definitely not rocks. (laughs) Alrighty then. Does it look like this car has any type of ballistic armor on it? Or are we just talking like sports car plastic, probably? Don't okay, know. Okay, good. So we're trusting, trusting chance. Got it. All right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider, go ahead and roll uh, your initiative. Could I have had time to pop my reflex trigger 
while... Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Like, pop my reflex trigger. Bear, you're tearing off down one of the main streets. Uh, you're going to be avoiding... Trying to avoid cars. Are you hitting the button while you're in traffic? Like, still in busy streets? I'm gonna... I'm gonna engage sport mode first. Okay. And then... If I have a green light coming up, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hit the little red button. Okay. And then my final question for you is, where are you going? You have a destination mind? Okay, going Touristville. Give the uh, tourists a, a show, a real live car chase with a gunfight. Yeah, because that doesn't happen every day, at least once in Seattle. <laughs> Only once? I'm shocked. All right, so you're you're tearing off. They're keeping they're keeping pace. Uh, Somebody is leaning out of the passenger side and is spread, trying to spray your your car with bullets. Spider, what would you like to do? As we'll start you off in this initiative pass. I'm gonna brace myself backwards in the seat <laughs> and uh -huh. shoot at the guy who's shooting at me. <laughs> Okay, just <laughs> hanging out the the car window, trying to yeah, do that. Yeah, that's what I'm are going you, for. Are you just shooting at him, or are you called shotting? What what's? I am just going to shoot at him, try to get him to like just knock him. Maybe he's not expecting somebody to shoot back, so I'm trying to knock it, like surprise him a little bit. And maybe he'll stop shooting for a second. Just waiting for a moment for the cars to part a little bit, and then. Take your shot. It looks like it causes the guy to quickly duck back inside. So you have uh, a chance to pull to pull ahead or pull a, a maneuver if you want, Bear. Um, I would like to uh, click the little red button and pull ahead. <laughs> okay. <sighs> what if that's the ejector seat? <laughs> if it was an Aston Martin, I'd be concerned about that, but I think we're good. Please roll me a drive test. You're looking for target number 10 now. And that is with your empathy. You tear off. Uh, you definitely feel the pull back in your seat when you hit it. Spider, you are pushed forward <laughs> since you're bracing back. Suddenly my back touches the dashboard and I'm concerned. <laughs> At least we're not in a tunnel or I'd be on the ceiling right now. <laughs> the car flies. <laughs> uh, you take off down the street. You're definitely pulling away. In your rear view, you can see uh, Spider, the guy that you caused to duck back inside the vehicle. Apparently now he's trying to come up through the sunroof of the pursuing vehicle and uh, looks like he's going to try and shoot at your tires. Stop, stop, stop. Whatever you're doing, stop. Make it stop. Uh, well, apparently he did really well as uh, he meets just the one success that he needed. Um, Bear, please make me another drive test. Uh, this one is at target number 12. 
<clears throat> you're able to still maintain control of the car as you feel your car kind of lurch to one side from uh, the tire being shot at. It's still intact, but it, it may have a uh, slight leak in it. I would like to brake quickly, like insanely quickly in the hopes that they will accelerate past us like maybe they don't expect such a thing okay and then we might both be able to then shoot at the car all right so you want to pull a defensive a defensive driving test to have them try and shoot by you while they're pursuing after your car has already been mangled so i'm gonna need another 12 test please you are in luck as they are not able to match your sudden maneuver uh, and they'll blow by you. Now I have to make like three more drive tests for the innocent bystanders that are around here. You do the quick stop maneuver. They blow past you into an intersection. Two cars will then collide head on and the other oncoming where they're trying to turn to the side to screeching halt to try and circle back at you they have to cut real hard and are sliding towards another car who then also cuts and slides and they're just about to just kind of kiss doors but two others just I would like to get out of this car and sprint towards the car that was chasing us so that I can empty my clip into the driver's seat. So as you're doing the maneuver, you now would like to try and pull a uh, from the movie Red, where you just walk out of the car as it's spinning and walk towards this gun blazing. Jeez, seriously. All right. Uh, yeah. Want uh, athletics? I do want athletics. Spider, what are you doing in this situation as you're seeing this unfold? Yes, I'm waiting for the car to come to a stop. Then I am grabbing my gun and I am advancing through the intersection, trying to bust up its tires so that it cannot keep pursuing us. That's what I'm doing. All right. There, you've got two successes. Fantastic. So, these cars smash, the other two are screeching to a halt, kind of barely kissing, and as this happens, you've whipped your car kind of around into a stop, and you're using the momentum to then just step out of the car as it whips away from you, and you're full-on sprinting at the other car. Please roll me one more athletics to vault over the head-on crashed cars. You successfully vault over these two cars and you vault over these two cars. You can see the pursuing car. Are you just gun out? Just boom, 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 boom. Empty or... the magazine. So how many rounds does your, does your gun hold? 15. Uh, your first shot, uh, you're just firing wildly. Just right? disabling the car and hopefully hitting the people inside. 
You're just firing into the driver's side. Am I close enough to actually see the people in it? You can make out an image of a person in the on the driver's side of the car. Yeah. I'm gonna pepper down the door. Just just hose down the door. I don't want to shoot through the window and possibly hit a bystander, but I figure if I if I aim for the door, I'll hit whoever's inside. Maybe. Perhaps. Okay. Uh, it's a heavy pistol that you're using, right? Yep, Ares Predator 3, Smart Linked. Okay, so uh, it's two shots per initiative pass, basically, in, in rapid succession. So your first shot, and you're just firing just at the door, nothing else. Your first shot's going to be at target number four, and your second shot will be at target number five from the recoil. Spider, you have now seen Bear just step out of the car as it's still kind of maneuvering to a stop. And now he's full on, he was full on sprinting and has leapt over the two crashed vehicles and is now just at the door. What would you like to do while he's doing this? Walk as briskly as I can in my high heels and my very long track. Okay. Um, Oh, so there's the crash cars are in the uh-huh. way, right? Yes. Like there's yes. the, there's the head-on collision, and then yeah. they're on the other side of the head-on yes. collision. That is correct. Oh, um, I'm going to try to make my way like up to the other side of the intersection, like as quick as I can, so that I can actually get an eye on the other car. Okay. Right now, I probably can only see the top. All right. So. So we're doing. While you're doing that... I got a three and a one on those two shots, by the way. Okay, I mean, you're, you're hitting the door. Spider, please roll your reaction, and remember, you are triggered right now. So as you're, make, as you're making your way up to the side street to kind of get a better view from the side, you can see that the... somebody is, pop, is popping up out of the sunroof again, and they're swinging to aim at Bear with what looks like uh, uh, an SMG of some kind. But they're bringing it to Bear, but you, you're able to react faster than they are, so I'm giving you this opportunity oh. to do one thing before Bear gets peppered. Real quick, yes. when they come out of the top, does it uh-huh. look like he's wearing a helmet of any kind? No. Claw shot to the head. Okie dokie. He goes up to start to unload at Bear while Bear's just unloading into the car door. And you shoot and you definitely graze him in the, the back of the head enough that he panics and drops the submachine gun back into the car as he also ducks down. Sub vocal to Bear, dude with a machine gun coming out the top, get out of there. It's time to run. Bear, please please fire at least one more shot into the car door. This one is uh, at target number seven <laughs> as it's your third shot into the door. Do I also need to roll willpower to disengage from combat? Uh, yes, you will also need to roll willpower to disengage. We'll do the shot into the door first and then please roll willpower against your target number. I believe it's I believe it's eight. Okay, so another another round through the door. And now roll me your willpower test to try and disengage. This is target number six on willpower. 
Spider, your cries of, there's a guy with a submachine gun trying to come out of the sunroof fall on deaf ears as you can just see Bear is now kind of firmly planted his feet on the uh, the asphalt of the street and is just pulling the trigger of his gun over and over, firing into the door. What would you like to do? Lone Star Tactics. How long do we have before they show up? Because there's an accident and there's gunfire and I'm assuming it's populated. Like, uh, Yes, you're in downtown. So yes. if you're in downtown, uh, there's a car accident that's populated and there's gunfire. You can assume Lone Star will be around the corner in the next minute and a half. You've got, you've probably got 90 seconds. I hope I don't end up getting shot when I try this. I'm going to run up to Bear and try to physically move him. Like I'm just gonna full my full body weight into him to push him out of the way because we have to get out of here because Lone Star's coming. This is not our Bonnie and Clyde moment. Not right now. <laughs> well, before you do that, you also will have to roll me a willpower six test because you also are a combat monster. You guys get sucked into this thing, so. Double rage monster. Yeah, before you do this, uh, that horrible goon that popped up out of the top, he tried to kill, he tried to kill your husband. Mm. Uh, willpower is good for me. I, I got one success. All right, you're able to shake it off. You're able to shake it off and uh, you can run yeah, in. I'm just like barreling. You're just gonna try into and... him just to try to like forcibly push him away from the car and drag him. <laughs> roll, roll me your athletics against Bear, what's your body? 11. Uh, target number 11, please. This is what's going to happen. You're gonna run into him and kind of just wrap your arms and try and push him forward, but he's planted. Um, this is the bad part. Bear, you're single-mindedly focused into just firing into this door into the driver's side and now all of a sudden a shape has come into your peripheral and has tackled you and is trying to move you while you're in rage monster hip toss just throw all right please roll me your um hand to hand and spider you can roll your hand to hand I think hers is actually better than mine, so she might actually knock me down on this one. This I'm here for be it. Hilarious. Um, is that so? I have athletics and I have jujitsu. You will use your <laughs> jujitsu, and you're okay. both you're both rolling target number fours. So you have this shape that comes into your peripheral and tackles you, and you just try to hip check, throw it off as you single-mindedly continue to pull the trigger into the door. Uh. <clears throat> Spider, you won the combat. What were you trying to do? Just tackle him to the ground or um, like sweep his legs out? <laughs> yeah, actually, I would try the leg sweep. Or, okay. okay. Well, the guy still has the gun on top. I don't want him on well, the ground. Well, he dropped it into back into. That's right. The... He dropped it back into the car. So we have a minute. So, yeah, I'm going to leg sweep. 
so he can look up and see me and be like, we gotta go. <laughs> so, uh, Bear, you're suddenly looking up into the night sky and you vaguely see this face that you recognize. Please roll me another willpower test at target number six. Your vision stops being the red rage that it is and you slowly kind of coalesce back into reality of spider is over top of you yelling something at you. Uh, hey, dear, calm down, stop yelling. We need to go. Lone Star's gonna be here really soon. I, I kick him a little as I help him up, like just right in the ribs. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. We have to go. Uh, ditch those heels. We gotta run. Or uh, actually, while I'm on the ground, can I just snap the heels off her shoes so they're flats? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's run. Ditch the car. All right, uh, as you're running, both of you, please make me one reaction roll. Looking for target number fours, please. Um, as I get up, because I know we are going to have to run very, yes, very fast. Yes, you can Thank you. <laughs> I already knew where you were going. So you snap her heels off. You're getting ready to run. Both of you then get the sudden danger sense feeling, and you can both whip around at the same time and see that that guy, once again, is trying to come up out of the sunroof with the gun pointed at Same you. time, pop him in the head. Okay, you both want a called shot? Let's let's just let's let's just have our uh, Boondock Saints moment. Both of you will whip towards the sunroof again and fire off around uh, into this guy's head that is popping up again. And one of you definitely hits as you can see his head snap back, and then you hear the thunk of him hitting the roof of the car as he slides back in. Also, coming out of your your haze from your rage, you can hear that the horn is also now blaring. Like something is just on it, holding the horn down. Oh, um, I don't want to leave fingerprints in this car, so I'd like to rip open the fuel tank tear a piece of cloth, stuff it in, and light it, and then okay. run. Okay. More of a diversion for us to escape to. Uh-huh. Wasting precious seconds. <laughs> sure. Um, you also will see other people fleeing and running, screaming as they watch you do this, because they they know what, what happens. Uh, and now you guys are running in uh, the panic of a, a mob of the intersection of everybody running in different directions. Where are you, where are you going? Uh, ducking down an alley first. Mm -hmm. And just as far away as fast as possible on foot. Uh, so now you guys are just running with the crowd off in a direction, just trying to duck down an alleyway and then what? Um, do you want to double back to the restaurant and get our own car? I mean, we were traveling at a high rate of speed. It's probably blocks and blocks away. I think we move a couple more alleyways and we ask for someone to come pick us up. Because who knows if those traffic cameras caught our face. We need to, like, not be... That's a good point. Um, I'll call Korgath again. Okay. And I'll just, I'll keep him on the line while we're ducking down alleys. And then once we get somewhere that looks quieter, mm -hmm. we'll just kind of hide in the shadows. 
until he shows up. So it'll be just a a few a few minutes after that, and just hiding in an alleyway behind a dumpster after having a lovely evening. <laughs> this is where you're at, uh, and then this large SUV just pulls up at the end of the alleyway, and you hear a gruff voice shout down the alleyway. If you're down there, you idiots better get in here. You can hear the familiar sound of the voice of your friend Korgath. Diving in. He just pops open the the back door and you can both dive into uh, his souped up truck. So yeah, you're able to dive into the SUV and he'll immediately tear off out of there. Uh, I'm going to reach up between the seats, Uh clap him on the shoulder, and then turn on the stereo because I know he's got that good thrash metal. You you turn it on and then he just immediately turns it off. You have no idea what is happening now, do you? We had a lovely dinner. There, Uh There were oysters. There, there was whiskey. Uh, there was a car chase and a gunfight. Turns on um, the radio, and one of the big breaking stories that's going on on the air right now is uh, terrorist gunfight downtown. Socialites gone crazy. This is going to be the third identity I've had to burn, so fun for me. Very excited about that. Yeah, where where are you having him take you? Uh let's just let's just go home. All right, back to back to Asgard. I'll let you guys think about that and the repercussions of what just happened downtown and how everybody's going to react to that. This is gonna be great. Um Yeah. Oh, and uh, your nemesis is now knows that you're alive, so uh, that that wasn't me downtown. That was another dwarf with skull tattoos. Oh, yes, of course. All, so many dwarves with skull tattoos. This might be the thing that gets us kicked out of the cult. I uh, actually, while we're driving back there, um, I I don't think I don't think we should go straight back to Asgard. I think we need to spend the night in like a coffin motel and we need to like tell them what happened because... <laughs> I just I don't think that's smart. I don't just think it's smart back. to go back right now. No, I don't think it's smart to go back. So just head to a coffin motel to kind of somewhere wind down. close to the barons, and then um, sure. when we get checked in, I will. You know, we can send Korgath back, <laughs> and then um, <clears throat> we can call him aging and tell him what happened. Okay. Uh, then that's where we'll end is you guys getting a lovely coffin motel to stay the night and, and recover. Luckily, nobody got wounded. Huh? Good evening, everyone. My name is Jessica Kane. My husband Winston and I are passionate about our philanthropy, volunteer work, and improving public safety for all Seattle residents. To that end, I'd like to take a moment to remind all motorists of a few important rules of the road. Always obey posted speed limits and traffic signals. 
yield right of way to pedestrians and cyclists. It is never advisable to discharge firearms from a moving vehicle for any reason. Remain inside your vehicle while it is in motion. If you must exit the vehicle, please pull into the breakdown lane. If you are involved in a collision and there are no injuries, move vehicles out of the flow of traffic and never flee the scene of an accident. The Kane Traffic Safety Foundation would like to thank our generous patrons for their continued support. For just five new yen a month, you too can join us in improving public safety, along with Manic, Flatty One Gaming, Niles, Michael, Nathan, Martin, Computer Sam, Kyle, John, Tim, Anthony, Nicholas, The Best Mage, The Rogue 404, Bear Dub, and Crimson Gecko. Thank you, and good evening. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.